Swibbling rivalry. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Welcome to Squibbling Rivalry with Lady Victoire and Ian Walter. So it's a bit of a special episode today. We're still in the spooky October theme, but today we got the birth date of Ian Walter. Oh no. Happy B-Day, bro. Thanks, sis. So I thought I'd look your date up. 1985, October 11th. Sadly, uh, (laughs) only the weirdest movie came up. Oh, really? It's called Better Off Dead. You've seen it? No. (laughs) So that's what we had for that. Perfect. um, I also wanted to look up any kind of interesting things about October 11th, but I'll always remember someone who shares your birthday very dear to my heart. I don't think you're going to be able to guess this one, but it is one of the Lindsay Lohan halves in The Parent Trap. Oh, really? Well, both of them because they're twins. Oh, the one <laughs> of the oh, so both of them, yeah. Yeah, they're Olsen both, twins. They go, they get banished to the cabin. No, yeah. no, no, not it takes two. Oh, the, parent the, trap. the original, yeah, yeah. No, it's like later, and it's with Lindsay Lohan. She plays. Twins. Oh, she plays herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. she plays both the twins. So they yeah, go to this camp. Right. They get banished to like this cabin because they're they're fighting with each other, uh-huh. and they're like eating their Oreos with peanut butter. People listening are just probably wetting themselves. <laughs> this is such a great... <laughs> this is, if you love that movie, this is the best scene. And I do like, remember the movie. Th- and they're like, when's your birthday? And they figure out that they're both October 11th. And they're like, this oh, is weird. That is weird. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't remember that. And another little shout out. My good pal, Anora. Happy birthday. It's oh, yeah, <laughs> true. Happy birthday, Anora. And some famous people. Cardi B shares a birthday with you. All right. a few years younger, but... <laughs> and I... I and know, Luke October Perry. Baby, we have lots of friends and family also that share October. Shout out Michael R. Power, who's on the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, which yeah. Which is uh, something he referenced recently, and that's how he fell in love with the Friday the 13th franchise. Yeah, that's well. because I was saying I love the Scream franchise, and I was wondering what people's favorite scary movie or Halloween movies were. That's right. And yeah, Michael R. Power, Friday the 13th. Yeah, I mean, it's not Friday the 13th this year. I just meant that at some point not, his birthday fell on the 13th, and then that's what brought him to the Friday the 13th franchise. Yeah. Well, weirdly, there are two different Friday the 13th this year. Oh, that is So weird. there was one last month. Yeah. Or this September. Right. And there's one in December. Oh, Isn't yeah. that weird? That is weird. How does it? I don't know. I know you'd you'd think you'd think only maybe one. Yeah, like you only get one. You only get one. <laughs> weird this year we get two. Scared. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there we go. It's a nice little birthday. A little tribute, but also uh, something coming out on your birthday this year again with this October theme, the Adams Family. Oh, did it? It's coming out on your birthday. Oh, like really? Week. Yeah. Wait. So this is a new iteration. Or today, or? I should say. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Listeners. <laughs> Today, Adam's Family. Yeah, a new one is out. Oh, cool. I think it's like it's uh, animated. I don't know if it'll be. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Cool. Adam's Family. Yeah. So uh, October 11th, great date. Great date. Well, thanks for that glowing uh, introduction, sis. And what, what do you have planned for us today? Well, today, you know, we both came in here wearing Star Wars Oh, that's t-shirts. true. We are both wearing Unplanned. Star Wars shirts. That wasn't that wasn't planned. Squibbling rivalry. Yeah, here we go. Sometimes we're on the same side. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what's what's your favorite? You you have an order. Although I don't know if we're on the same side because you've got a stormtrooper and I've got the last Jedi. That's true. But yeah, I guess if we're gonna roll with that, I mean, so here's the deal. So in in our inaugural episode, we kind of got our feet wet with Harry Potter, 
and again, these are things that it's not going to be Harry Potter centric from week to week, just like it won't be Star Wars centric from week to week, but we are always going to be coming back to some of our favorite franchises. So we might as well start the conversation as far as Star Wars goes. If any of our listeners out there are Star Wars fans, we'd love to hear what you love about Star Wars. Uh, I'd like us to just introduce the world to uh, what kind of our favorite moments in Star Wars are or what our favorite Star Wars films are. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll let you uh, kick it off. So I have, I mean, I just love A New Hope because it's so OG. So classic. Um, but I love Padme. So oh, yeah? Revenge of the Sith. I love her secret. Oh, yeah. I thought I was, I first watched it with you, I remember, and you were just like, basically shaking with excitement on the <laughs> other couch like of for me to find out yeah, i had yeah. no idea and yeah so anyway i when i found out that she was like such a badass queen like you know going undercover basically yeah like, this she's woman is awesome. there's a bit of I subterfuge yeah, yeah there's so. there's that plus i remember we were watching the prequel trilogy because i think we did them in order right yeah and we watched that trilogy and we noticed, I think it was in Attack of the Clones or something, one of her, what was oh her, that, her wait, fake... Wait, are talking about the actor? Yeah, what, what, is, what like, do they is, call uh, the, like, Padme age. was the Queen Amidala, but then she had her, like, decoys, right? Yeah. The, the decoys. So we had that uh, realization that one of her decoys in yeah. Attack of the Clones Sabe. was, uh, uh, yeah, what's her name again? Sabe, I think. Oh yeah, she has a funny name, but she's a prominent actress. Like she's she's in tons of movies, I guess from the '90s right till today, and she looks exactly the same. She hasn't aged. Like yeah. she was in Neighbors, I think. Yeah. She was in. Wait, uh, did we ever fact check that 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 was her? Because that yeah. was crazy. That no, 100%. movie. Well, um, actually, it wasn't that crazy because actually, Re- Revenge of the Sith was two thousand five. Oh. Was it really late? Yeah, 2005. So, you know what? I think in our heads, we're like thinking it's the, it was no, from the early... No, but it would have been 2002 because she was in Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. Um, but just the realization that her decoy was not just some other Natalie yeah. Portman lookalike, that it was actually like some up-and-coming some prominent, actress. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That um, was so funny. But that is funny. I love that storyline. Um, but yeah, so, so then Revenge of the Sith, is that your number one? I mean... It's an epic number one. I don't know. One. It's like that or A New Hope. It's an epic number one, that's for sure. I mean, A New Hope is the classic, so that would be understandable too. I don't think the prequels get a lot of love, but uh, Revenge of the they Sith don't. is definitely one of my favorites out of that trilogy. It's, I think it's in my top five, at least top half of all the Star Wars films. It's the one that kind of takes it from like a, I don't know, kind of like a fun almost children's story mm-hmm. of uh you know young anakin growing up and then all of a sudden revenge of the sith it's like things are getting dark yeah and they're getting know, dark quick sure. and you know he's got that he's got all those moments with chancellor palpatine and uh he's you know he's rising up the ranks of his own top and he's grooming anakin to become the deadliest force in the galaxy yeah so and he's got that moment you know have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? That whole moment when they're at the opera and, he, you know, he's 
enticing Anakin to kind of follow the dark side because that's the way he's going to be able to save Padme. He's going to be able to save the ones he loves because he's teasing Anakin that only the dark side can hold those powers of resurrection and being able to cheat death, essentially. Mm-hmm. So he's he's really uh, gripping Anakin you know, by his heartstrings because Anakin's having those nightmares. He's having those future visions. He's mm-hmm. thinking he's going to lose the one he loves most mm-hmm. and that's what inevitably becomes his downfall did you ever hear the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise no i thought not it's not a story the jedi would tell you it's a sith legend darth plagueis is a dark lord of the sith so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. He could actually save people from death the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural what happened to him he became so powerful the only thing he was afraid of was losing his power which eventually of course he did unfortunately He taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. So it's it's there's a lot going on there's in Revenge a lot of the going Sith. On. Yeah. The, and it, is it the f- sorry, is it Re- Revenge of the Sith the final battle in like the the fire? With yeah, with yeah. uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Anakin. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Mustafar. That's That's really where Darth Vader was born. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, the emperor says or, you know, Palpatine says to him, you know, you're henceforth be called Darth Vader, but it's not until he loses to Obi-Wan where that actually becomes a thing because he's like lying there like mm-hmm. half corpse like just you know left for dead mm-hmm. and then he becomes more machine than man so yeah it's an epic Ooh. epic movie good choice and if you know if you'd taken either a new hope or revenge of the sith they're both perfect choices and they're kind of back to back as far as the saga goes you know episode three episode four yes and you've got rogue one kind of wedged in the middle there well i was about to say that's actually one like weirdly one of my favorites as well oh it's a great movie and i love the fact that it can roll like roll credits on rogue one seamlessly into a new hope you can literally watch them back to back so cool yeah Yeah. it's so cool no i love that i loved rogue one so many women yeah in it i love that and like it's not your typical hero's journey because everyone dies yeah that's true spoiler alert (laughs) but if you're listening to star wars talk come prepared (laughs) yeah bring your a game do or do not there is no try here (laughs) i have Um, a question Uh, i heard a joke last night oh last night i watched have you been watching this is not to segue away but 
Have you watching any of the like latest season of Family Guy on Netflix? I'm really season? behind on Family Guy. So they similar had, to Simpsons. I watched like the first ten years and then it kind of yeah, trailed off. Yeah, no. Um, it was a really funny episode I watched, but they made a joke in it about Kylo Ren, and I, was that not supposed to be? Was it supposed to be a different actor? Do you know Kylo I think Ren? Adam Driver was always slated to be him. I think I could be wrong. They made some joke that was like basically they had started with someone else that was like amazing for it. Okay, and then. And then I guess dro- something happened with that person. And then know. they just like threw Adam Driver in it. I don't oh, know I if d- that's true, though. I would love to look into that I and, know. and see if, if you know there's any validity to that. But I think if that is the case, then it's a lucky, uh, some lucky chemistry there. Because Adam Driver is phenomenal as Kylo Ren. Oh, he really yeah. sells so the good. role. And I'll admit, when I watched The Force Awakens, I was like, who is this guy? Like, who's this emo Darth Vader wannabe but like he really you come to realize that yes he's trying to follow in the footsteps but he's very much his own character and yeah. it's by the time you're watching The Last Jedi he's really coming into his own yeah um, and by the end of it he's pretty much the badass so um yeah. I'm sorry I just I googled it and it says that also Eddie Redmayne was supposed to audition, be Kylo no audition oh, okay and it said... A I mean, he would have been okay, but I can't imagine anyone other than Adam Driver at well, this point. Well, it says it was a catastrophically bad reading. Really? <laughs> yeah, for anyone. How would... Like, who knows this stuff? Like, how does this stuff get I out? Know. Well, poor, maybe, I mean, that's from com. so... Poor Eddie. Um, but th- the weirdest thing about this, actually, that, that we're talking about Adam Driver, this episode was Star Wars, and then last episode, we were, we were talking about Harry Potter... I, have you ever seen The F Word? It's a movie on Netflix. It stars Daniel Radcliffe and Adam Driver. Oh. Isn't that um, weird? I mean, I, I, I do recall it now that you mentioned it. And it's, it, but and I it's filmed seen it. in Toronto right outside of my condo. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Isn't that weird? All those connections? Yeah, that is strange. I'm I mean, good it's luck. All <laughs> one big Disney happy family. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I guess if we're talking saga films or actually star wars films in general but i'm gonna you know the saga is definitely up at the top of my list Mm -hmm. well at least most of it is and Mm -hmm. the the og trilogy is up there for sure so if we're if we were talking episode three and four we're gonna head into my favorite which is episode five the empire strikes back is it really that is the best movie i think it's my favorite movie of all time like i oh i talk a lot about other movies that i like you know different genres like ghostbusters back to the future mm-hmm. even braveheart if you look at certain epics and the fact that we have a scottish background i mean mm-hmm. braveheart's in the conversation but the empire strikes back yeah it's good that's my favorite star wars film i mean it's got so much going for it it doesn't have the there is a certain magic to a new hope i'll give you that where mm. it's like the hero's journey and it's all like happy ending and you know everyone gets their moment mm-hmm. the empire strikes back that's almost like if you're looking at the marvel movies like infinity war like that's just it's got dire ending to it it's like it's all darkness mm-hmm. last jedi is kind of dark as well are you um, a la- are you a, a end what's the word end game are you like an end game not the movie. Are you a last episode like lover? Like, do you like all the ends of things? The seventh Harry Potter, like 
um, game. So my favorite Harry Potter book was always uh, Goblet of Fire, but when the seventh book came out, it was fighting for that. Title. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. Because I love the. I don't know if it's always together. the case, but if the if you can execute it where you're really putting a finale onto something, then that's usually got more grab like more gravity to it right? yeah and so Empire Strikes Back is not the end I mean we've got Return of the Jedi and then we've got a sequel trilogy on top of that you know nine episodes in total uh, and I'm really looking forward to the Rise of Skywalker episode nine oh my gosh. but Empire Strikes Back you know when I was a kid it was always the Return of the Jedi that was my favorite so episode six that, yeah because um, it had more flash to it it had more like you know I'll, I'll say the Ewoks but also like the action and you know just like being on Endor and mm-hmm. like the big space battle, but Empire Strikes Back, you know, when you when you do your rewatches, you do your marathons. Mm-hmm. That's the one as I was growing up that kept sticking with me emotionally because there's so much going on with the characters. I mean, they're really if you look at like The Last Jedi being about failure, that's like a central theme. It's pretty much the theme of Empire Strikes Back as well, mm-hmm. where all of the main titular heroes you know princess leia luke skywalker han solo they're all being put through the ringer i mean mm-hmm. han solo gets frozen in carbonite indefinitely like it's like, <laughs> like you don't know what's happening oh with him gosh. like when that and then of course i'm going to use the the i word that iconic line of i love you i know <laughs> it's great and i used the uh the i word so that was my own personal thing so now you got to ask me a, a Random trivia question. Squibbling rivalry, go. Random trivia. Okay. What year was the first Star Wars movie put out? This is such a Are we talking about A New Hope? Yeah, like the first release. Yeah. So the first time Star Wars was released to the public would have been in... uh, Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say May the 4th be with you on 1977. Oh, 1977 is right. I don't see a day. Yeah, well, I think May the 4th kind of sounds right because every year on May 4th. Oh, no, it was May 20. I think it might have been May 25th or, yeah, you know what? May 25th. Yeah, May 25th, 1977 Mm -hmm. uh, was A New Hope. I definitely knew it was 1977. It was an easy question for you. I was getting thrown on the day because everyone always says May the 4th be with you. But that's only because it sounds like May the 4th. It's like Star Wars Day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, May 25th, 1977, that's when it all began. And I think uh, as we get closer and closer to the rise of Skywalker, we're going to be covering each film in the saga but i wanted to kind of kick off the conversation with some of our favorites so that's great we kind of talked about revenge of the sith a little bit mm-hmm. we talked about a new hope and i think maybe we'll uh we'll table the star wars talk for now and we'll uh, take a short break and we'll come back with our squibbling rivalry segment squibbling always with you what cannot be done do you nothing that i say Master, moving stones around is one thing. This is totally different. No. No different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. I don't... I don't believe it. That is why you fail. 
getting worse all the time. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. I love you. I know. Useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Welcome back, and now we're here to kick off our squibbling rivalry segment, and I'm going to roll my d20 and figure out what <laughs> year I'm going to try and stump you with, or at least excite you with. <laughs> so uh, roll in, roll in, roll in. Okay, so this is a fun year. I'm going to choose a movie inside of this year, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try, as I did before, with... Maybe a quote, and if you don't get it from there, I'll elaborate. So I'm going to start with a quote. Okay. And, uh, you know, typically we're a family-friendly podcast, but certain things I'm mm. just going to go for it because it's a quote. I'm not going to botch it. We can't help the quote. Yeah, exactly. Get away from her, you bitch. Oh, my God. No. I don't know. No? Okay. Think sci-fi. Yeah. Director is epic, and he's a master of sequels. Uh, so, get away the from me, if it's a sequel that oh, you're looking for, are we talking for, about Back to the Future? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Um, if we're talking about a sequel, the I'll hint that the first one is my favorite horror film. Oh no, what's your favorite horror film? And I tried to get you to watch it one time, but I think you were just too young and you fell asleep. <laughs> 
leprechauns. <laughs> okay, that. so sci-fi. Okay. Um, oh, in oh, space, yes. no one can hear you scream. That's A- right. Yeah. Alien. So, Aliens is the sequel. It's directed by James Cameron, oh, big, the big man. Yeah. He's the master of the sequel because he does all You're kinds. Right. Of, I did fall asleep. He did, you know, <laughs> Terminator T2, Judgment yes. Day. Like he's just a beast when it comes to sequels. So. Yeah. Yeah. So he came in. Took the reins from Ridley Scott, who did Alien in 1979, and that is my favorite horror film. So when we were talking about Halloween uh, or slasher films, yeah. it's Scream. But when you're talking about horror as an overall genre, this is kind of a genre bender because it's sci-fi. Yeah. But Alien, it's a great horror movie. And then James Cameron comes in. He's like, I'm going to stick with, there's still horror elements, but I'm going to go action blockbuster with yeah. Aliens. And I think it was, well, you're going to guess the year. I think so alien and then aliens okay so i think 90 it's a pretty good guess the first so alien was in 79 so this is an 80s movie yeah but it was still seven years after the original and it was 86 1986 aliens james cameron and we've got uh ellen ripley as um sigourney weaver as ripley she's just like such a great heroine like it's yeah it's honestly that franchise like say what you will about all of the installments but those first two are classics in my Mm -hmm. mind get away from her you bitch and so that was squibbling rivalry on my end. I think you got one point, and we'll pass it over to you to roll the d20. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just a bad year for movies. Okay, I got my year. I got my movie. This might be a hard one for you. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, so basically, <laughs> I'll say funeral funeral and i'll say motown motown and i'll say college uh-huh mm. okay um, um it's not uh it's pretty obscure this one is it obscure i'll also say uh cruella de okay so glenn close mm-hmm. so is it like um stepmother stepmoms no um so I'll I'll just tell the plot line and then see if you can get it from that. Okay. So basically the movie opens with Marvin Gaye's Heard It Through the Grapevine, really great opening tune. It's kind of just cuts to all these different people around the same age and then they get a, then it kind of ends the song and one of the cuts one of the characters answers the phone and it is clear that basically they're all going to a funeral. And then they go to the funeral and you find out it's like one of their friends, all these different people go and they were like a group of friends and the person had commit suicide. So it kind of opens uh. up pretty dark and then, but it's, it's not a dark movie and it's not like it's, it's, an, it's weird. And then they all have spend the weekend together, like at the, one of the friends like country houses and they're like college friends. Okay. They're all best friends from college, but it's years later. Right. Like, I think they're all like 40 now or something. Okay. And then they all they do all weekend, this is going to be a hint of the name, is have a chill session. Oh, the big chill. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I've seen it literally once, but yeah, I think that's a good one for sure. Uh, what's um, the year? So the year is gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be late eighties. It's gonna be. Eighty-eight. No, it's nineteen eighty-three. Whoa! Yeah, it's older old. than I thought. Because yeah. I almost went early nineties. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely eighties. Like, but then, like, I guess with Glenn Close, I was thinking, okay, she's got to be younger. Yeah, younger ish. I mean, yeah, maybe they're like thirty-five. Like, they, I don't. It's like they're. It's just years after college. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's one of your. Uh, Defining movies? That is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I don't know why. There's The soundtrack is like all Motown. It's so good. Um, and it's just nostalgic. I love nostalgia, as we can all see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of uh, one of the big points. I'll just kind of talk about a little bit about what we're kind of aiming for here with Squibbling Rivalry. We mm-hmm. like to have a little bit of fun back and forth, some, some trivia, some guesswork. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the rivalry comes in. But we're also uh, looking to talk about the things that we loved from the 80s and 90s that really uh, brought us up and then carried forward into what we like now and kind of shaped what we like now. And then, you know, we also like to nerd out on the current ongoing franchises that that keep us coming back to the theater. So that's Squibbling Rivalry. And uh, before we let you go, and we'll see you next week, I do want to mention, as it is the birthday episode, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my favorite movie from 1985, mm-hmm. my birth year. And I've mentioned this on my other favorite podcast back in my day at Day Back In, but I've talked a lot about this at length. Back to the Future, 1985. Oh, yeah. So the original, and that was another kind of franchise film because it spawned a trilogy. And I think that all of those movies kind of work well inside of the trilogy to kind of tell this overarching story of Marty McFly and Doc Brown and their adventures through time. Uh, But the original... It does. It really does stand alone to me as like a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, there's some uh, some dated elements to it. It was 1985, mm-hmm. um, but the movie essentially is Marty McFly and Doc Brown travel back to 1955. Um, as soon as they jump in that DeLorean and head back in time to 1955, it really is a perfect movie in my mind. Like, there's not much going against it it's uh it's, it's again that very memorable nostalgia. and it's got an alan silvestri score that is just so memorable it's a great movie so that's one of my personal favorites we're getting real nostalgic here which we probably will on every episode of mm-hmm. uh, squibbling rivalry so um and we'll be uh, looking forward to giving you some more great content in the coming weeks mm, yeah. especially in october Spooky Oct. <laughs> Spooky Oct. Thanks again, See guys. See you soon. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Squibblings. The podcast is Squibbling Rivalry and can be found across all your podcast platforms. <laughs>